Hi, and welcome to the Trace That Claim podcast. I am Caleb. And I'm Jack. And today we will be tracing a recent claim about risk factors for bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder, also known as BPD, is a mental disorder that affects the mood of those who have it. People who have bipolar disorder might experience mood swings where they can go from extreme highs to extreme lows. This is why it's also known as manic depression. Uh, bipolar disorder is a very, very difficult disorder to have um, and makes, makes life challenging for those who are afflicted with it. Now, scientists claim that they have found a new factor which might decide whether or not one will uh, pass the disorder down to their kids. And Neuroscience News writes about the claim, explaining that children born to younger or older parents have a higher risk of inheriting bipolar disorder. And they wrote about several studies and compiled the results and graphically found a U-curve that showed an increased rate of bipolar disorder inheritance from parents of both extremes of very young and old. And the curve was meant mainly to show the higher rate on both sides. In the case of older parents, one of the reasons why this might occur is because of the higher risk of genetic mutations of their gametes, which would cause a higher risk for mental disorders. Um, When it comes to the younger end, so younger parents having a higher risk of having their children um, have BPD, Um, It's a little bit less known. So one of the main theories is um, because younger parents might not be diagnosed yet, because diagnoses usually come in the mid-20s, there would be a lot of undiagnosed BPD, which could play a role in the inheritance of it in their children. From this, we took a more downstream article from the original scientific source, and we analyzed it. And really, the claim is about the same as the scientific source and also just the results that came from the scientific source were also there in the more downstream article. So this is pretty much where the consistencies end. Um, Obviously, they're going to be structured differently, but there are also some key differences in some of the details that they include. So we'll talk about those next. So a few of the inconsistencies that we saw in our public sources, which were Neuroscience News and Euronews, One of the main inconsistencies that both had was a lack of citation for the data. So the original scientific article, which was posted in the Journal of European Neuropsychopharmacology, which is a little bit of a mouthful, but that's okay. Um, It was a literature review where they um, included 16 studies with over 13 million participants total in those 16 studies. And the the European Neuropsychopharmacology article included the citations for those, which shows where they got their work and adds to their credibility. Um, neither of the popular sources included any citation or really even explained that there were 16 studies. They just um, said that there were 13 million total cases, which is correct, but it doesn't really add to the credibility of the overall article. Um, and so that is one of the main inconsistencies. Another inconsistency between both of those sources is the... Um, mention of a u-curve and the claims are both based off of the u-curve however both really never show the u-curve in their actual articles which is very concerning and it really doesn't help the reader understand what claim what the claim actually means and yeah and there was a graphic for the u-curve shown in the european neuropsychopharmacology Um, that was not included in either of the sources, which would have been pretty easy to uh, give a visual representation of what a U-curve would look like. Um, And so not having that in the popular sources really gives a lack of explanation for what it actually means. 
Now that we've discussed some of the inconsistencies between the scientific article and the popular sources, we're going to talk about some of the implications that these inconsistencies might cause. One of the major groups that could be impacted by these results uh, would be for future parents. And that is very fair because bipolar disorder is a very difficult is very difficult to deal with for both those who have it and those who are really close to someone who has it. And it is a big impact on decision making for parents. Like, I mean, if I'm if I'm a parent and I'm really concerned about, you know, my kids health mentally and physically, I would be very concerned if I were just to read this article at first glance and if I was not wise enough to look into it and read behind it, read the actual scientific papers behind it, you know. Right. Um, yeah, and so I think a, con- a big contributor to how these implications might play out would be the scientific news cycle. Um, so in an ideal world, um, everyone finding this information would find it through the scientific paper. I mean, would understand how these results were found and what they actually mean. Unfortunately, that's not usually how it goes. Um, and so as we discussed in class, there's sort of a scientific news cycle where um, it starts off with starts off with the original scientific article, and then it moves through some of the internet discussions, it moves through articles that we've discussed here, like the popular sources, Um, and then it can move through discussions through people who have read it and people who haven't. Um, And so those discussions would often leave out some of the important details. Um, So one of the important details being the fact that every source that we've read um, explains that parents shouldn't be too worried about this, that they shouldn't, they shouldn't change many of their decisions, but in a discussion between two people um, who might not be scientists, they likely wouldn't include that, and this could cause a little bit of stress, which, according to the sources, isn't really necessary. Another implication of these articles is that the treatment options for BPD could be improved. Through these results, doctors have a better understanding of some of the factors leading to BPD, and using these results, those in the business of treating those with BPD will have a better idea of who is at a higher risk of having the disorder, which can help focus resources to those that are in need the most. And now, some concluding statements. So even though the claims made by both of the popular sources pretty accurately represent the results of the scientific article, um, they both missed a few key aspects of the study itself. Um, And so I think ignoring some of the nuances of the study Um, can sort of leave you a little bit less understanding of what actually happened. Um, And so they aren't as accurate as the original source. Even though many popular news sources seem pretty reliable, uh, honestly, you should really take a lot of them with a grain of salt. And really by looking through for the original source, one can really find a much deeper understanding of how the results were found.